Good day, everyone. I'm Vince Hawkins. And I'm Bill Bolden. And this is the Vince and Bill Podcast, coming to you live via Zoom recording. What's up, Bill? Not much, man. Just feeling great about uh, the service today. Um, this is one that uh, I, I really do feel like by the time you finished your sermon, we're all like, wait, no, you can't leave it there. Um <laughs> So, uh, so good, so, uh, so important, uh, and just such a great reminder. And I think you had an especially uh, kind of large challenge because you were going to kind of the basis of what our movement is all about. It's about this passage. It's about trying to emulate what we see here. And I thought you, uh, you, you, you approached it and attacked it from... Uh, a really personal, and yet uh, highlighting a very spiritual practice of dwelling in the Word. Why don't you talk that? I'll talk to us about that. Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, sometimes you get to a passage that you're so familiar with and has been preached so many times that, um, you know, the tendency is to want to overcomplicate it. And so, that's the challenge I felt with Acts chapter 2, verse 42 through 47. There's a lot to unpack there. There really are, you can break it down into, I believe it's 16 directives in there, right? Right. So, and so you can break it down to all 16 of those things, which I've done uh, on occasions when I've preached it. And um, and I may have actually done it here in St. Louis. It's funny, I've preached this. It, it is, it is, honestly, it's my go-to sermon. I've always, it's always been my, if I'm ever stuck, I go back to Acts 2, 42 through 47. So I show up, I got no sermon, I'm going to preach this, you know. And, of course, there are several passages like that. But, yeah. so, yes, uh, I think the dwelling, uh, you know, exercise that we do weekly as a staff, that we do with our quiet time group on Tuesday it really um, has helped to kind of change the way I read the Bible, the way I experience uh, the Bible with people, and, um, and and even honestly, the way I study the Bible with people. So I thought this week it would be phenomenal to be able to share, um, you know, what you all got out of that, you know, that section as we read it together. And I took just some very brief notes because I, we do this often and I don't always share what you guys say. I'll, I'll include a few things, but I thought it'd be good to take everyone through. And really, I wanted to leave people with that as a, hey, you know what? This is good. This is what our Bible talks can do. This is something that's simple. It really is how we ought to, not ought to, but it's a way that we can read the Bible together and create as I, you know, kind of a, a shared uh, imagination together when it comes to the Bible, it really can create greater unity. So, but doing Bible, doing all of this together in a collective way, and that's really sort of what our church, I hope, is about. Not about splintering individually into right. all our various differences and nitpicking how we're unfamiliar with one another, but hopefully sharing things together as they did in Acts 2, 42 through 47. Yeah, and I, I love that you highlighted that because in moving down to St. Louis and, and coming into you, that was one of the things that immediately became one of my favorite practices uh, of, the, of 
your leadership style and of your inclusion of others into the into the uh, leadership circle. Uh, and, and it's and it's really powerful, and it's also really really ancient. You know, this is uh, this is something that I think you could see right in the Book of Acts. Uh, you know, the 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 medieval church took that very practice that you do uh, and gave it a, a really slick name, lecto lecto divina, divina. Um, which means spiritual reading. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's a practice that I knew about that you could do individually where you just sit with the text, you read a little bit, you pray about it, you kind of jot down what you hear God telling you, but to do it as a community, I think it's uh, really, really powerful. And if you're listening to the podcast, haven't listened to the sermon, make sure you go down to the link below as Vince will walk you through this practice that he does all the time. And it's really, really been just one of those amazing highlight moments of every meeting every time we do this. Yeah, I find, you know, it's interesting. I find that, you know, so much good comes from this, right? I mean, you talk about doing this. It, it really does, uh, especially the way we practice it. A lot of times we will read and we'll share for ourselves. I feel like it's far more powerful, right? when we break into partners and then we share with one another and the other person has to come back and share for you. But it really does, it, it, it almost instantly, it, it brings us closer together. You know what I mean? Uh, sharing and then uh, multiple voices around the table, you know, and, and there can be, I've put a lot of pressure on myself to lead for years, to be the lead dog, to, to run out ahead to all of these things. And, I think we know that um, the, the, the best leadership, right, comes from allowing others to uh, speak into uh, the culture that they're a part of, right, and to kind of share in that with you. I think that's, we just kind of live at a different time, right? But yeah. I think it's interesting that this old practice, okay, is now new again for some of us, right? So, right. you know, being the top dog, you know, ascending the mountain and getting an oracle from God Almighty and then coming down and sharing it with the people, you know, that is that is leadership, you know. Um, you kind of go, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's a lot of work. <laughs> That's right. Well, and it's incredibly fallible. Um, right. You know, but I think I think one of the things that it does is that it puts into the heart and mind of everyone participating that there's only one expert in the room, and that's the Holy Spirit. There you go. And usually every time we've done this, there is a constant theme of everyone of what's interrupted them, even though it's in different spots on the text. It almost always kind of has a unified directional you know, kind of, uh, kind of flow to it. And, uh, it really is so powerful. One of the really neat things to do that I don't always take the time to do is afterwards. You remember earlier on, we go, okay, so what, what has emerged? What do you, and when everyone starts then talking about what happened, like as we were doing it together, then you're almost like that illuminated more. You know what I mean? It's like, we can go on forever. And, and, uh, but it really does. I feel like we get so much deeper because you can't do that without searching inside of you. And you right. can't do that without being paying attention to what's inside of the other person as well. 
And so that, you know, is powerful. I'm not, I think there's still place and space for didactic teaching. I think that still needs to happen in a sense. That's what I'm doing. I preach every Sunday. You yeah. Know, I'm, I'm, you know, here's what's happening. So that practice may never end. Um, you know, um, maybe it does, but it, it, we, we're doing it. It's what we're doing. It's what's happening. Um, but I think this is really powerful. And in small groups, this is a really, really great. Absolutely. I would say to our Bible talk leaders, you know, uh, man, if you don't ever, if you, ne- if you, if you have a Bible talk meeting and you don't have a Bible talk lesson, then let the Bible talk. <laughs> I mean, That's right. Uh, and I think you'd be, let the Bible talk and let the spirit speak through the people. I think you'd be amazed. It takes a lot of pressure off. However, it was cool to preach this very familiar passage. Um, and bro, love what we're doing here, right? You're set up for Acts, leading us through it, how we're going through it. And uh, if you're joining us, one of the things, one of the really cool things is uh, honestly a, um, you might say one of the surprises of getting Bill here. I knew Bill was brilliant. I know he's, I know he's, uh, educated. I know he's very creative. I know he he has a gift of making good better, better awesome. You know what I mean? Um, and so, but one of the cool practices of he and I being able to sit down together and think through series and, yeah, that's been so and fun. sermons and prepare together because we both respectively preached a lot of sermons in the last twenty some years. But it's cool to come back together and to work together on getting sermons ready. It's 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 like it's like going to school all over again. Yeah, yeah. it's and it's it's one of those things I think as you know, uh, small church leaders having served in bigger churches and and really big things and just kind of be on your own and like you were saying, being the top dog and and uh, and needing to you know kind of generate all the momentum. To, to be able to work in such close proximity and work together on, on things has been so refreshing. And uh, I want you guys to know who are listening, this is Vince's birthday. Uh-huh. He is sacrificing his birthday to not only preach a great sermon, but to take time to do this podcast. Um, and uh, I, I got to tell you, bro, I, I have adored being underneath your leadership. It has been so much fun. It has been so welcoming. I, I just kind of dream, you know, for me, this has been kind of a dream of mine uh, where I just kind of thought, man, I just want to be on a team. I just want to be somewhere where, you know, we, we could just kind of have this, uh, we, we're going to get it done we got each other's back. You know, there is a sense of, of going out two by two. Mm. And uh, now I really do feel that. And uh, bro, so grateful for you and all that God has done with you and through you to bring you to this moment where I get to hang with you. Bro, happy birthday. Uh, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. I appreciate it. Well, bro, the feeling's mutual. I think, you know, I think it's true. I think, you know, that 52 years old and, and you think that, man, how do I want my last whatever number of years I have left in ministry? How do I want that to go? And and I, I don't need the Lone Ranger my way through this. I never needed to. But when you're young, you got more energy to be 
you know, the, 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 the cowboy that, you know, if you will, and to, you know, kick and butt and take sheriff in town, we're going to do this. Yeah. I, there's a little bit more of that. And, and, and hopefully one of the things that comes from getting a little bit older in life is that, you know, there's people that actually have better ideas than me that know more than me. Maybe one of the greatest strengths of a leader is just let them make space for others to do their thing and get out of the way. <laughs> so, uh, and, and to take a lot of input and I tell you, you know, it's, 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 it's cool. It really yeah. is. Well, and my I, hope is, my hope is that our relationship will really actually serve as a, as a great inspiration. Uh, because again, I think even for younger ministers and preachers, yeah. um, you know, we, we need you out on the cutting edge. We, we need you to, to, uh, to take the charge, but we also need you to kind of see what's going on here. Two are better than one. And there is a good return for their labor. And, and so I think as we, as we're kind of a growing movement, as we're moving away from the cult of personality into the collective community, which is courageous, consistent, and communal, which is Vince's three points. If you had, if you had to give three points to today's sermon, those would have been the three. Uh, they were, I like the way that they were cloaked in there, but I, I picked up on the C's, um, you know, but, uh, but I think as, as, uh, as we're kind of moving forward into this new era, I think this idea of just kind of going together versus going alone yeah. as, as preachers, I just think this is, this is wise. And then of course, I think incorporating your, your practice of spiritual dwelling with the word is something every leader should use because the sermon is a necessary part of worship, but it's not the entire part of yeah. worship. Yeah. Uh, we need, we need direction. We need someone to point out the way we need someone to call us back to what we know but we also just need to let the text get thrown into a room and kind of be the thing that explodes and the spirit just working all the way around. So, you know, Vince, I think, uh, I think there's is uh, for me, this is one of those uh, podcasts that I think this is as we're kind of processing what's going on here as we're taking time to think about not only your sermon, but even the things that, that God has put on your heart to put into practice I really do hope that this is something to kind of for people to consider and to think about what does leadership in this age really look like? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, well said. Um, I will say this, that, you know, I appreciate as well. I mean, y- y- your, your comments being under my leadership, you know, that, that's a, that is a conscious effort of someone who is very, capable himself of leading. And so, you know, making the decision, um, and, and I, I hope you always feel like you, you know, you, you can speak up, speak for yourself. I think you always feel that way. <laughs> I don't think I need to tell you that, but, but the decision that you're making that you want to be under, and that's important that you voluntarily, you know, feel like, Hey, this is what I want to be a part of. And so Amen. obviously I see it as a partnership. That's the way I want to see it. You have strengths, that I don't have, that I will never have. Um, but amen, together we can be dynamic and we can learn from each other and we'll both grow uh, in this process. So I think that's important. Uh, I know that our people, 
when I say our people, I believe God's people want that. They really want to see, you know, that dynamic relation. And, and look, I didn't even, we didn't mention, if you don't know us, um, Bill is very white and I'm very black. So, <laughs> uh, But when we started in the ministry 25 years ago, he was white and I was black. So yeah, that's what that, the ministry does. That's what 25 years of ministry will do to you. <laughs> But uh, but no, it's you know, and I think obviously there's there's there may be some opportunities in our in our country in our culture right now to see uh, dynamic relationships, not competitive, working together, yeah. trying to do something for God. So let's just see, let's just kind of ride that out and see what God does. In the meantime, help our podcast to go viral. We are snipping on the hills of Miss Juanita and her. Uh, Woodson Terrace, uh, you know, podcast. We are, we aim to catch her, but with your help, we can overcome her in 2021. This Juanita, we're coming out. It could happen. It could happen. Her garage sale podcast is just a Woodson Terrace staple, but we believe we could be right up there with her. So, yeah, man, we're setting our sights high. 20, 30, Maybe even 40 listens. Come on now. That would just be amazing. And don't you even think about going to look for her podcast. Cause yeah, you know, don't even don't 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 do that to us. We don't want the competition. So yeah, she's she's <laughs> already got her kingdom. She's already got it. <laughs> well, it's great to be with you, brother. It's great to be with you all. Um, all right. I'm Vince Hawkins. And I'm Bill Molden. Signing off. Good day.